Hello, and welcome back to Sass Stories and Sarcasm. We're your hosts, Mary and Brian, and this is episode 201. Now, Brian, before we get into our uh, weekly updates, um, any, you know, anything else you want to say from last week's episode about finding out about a two-year-long prank? Yes, I actually was going to mention that, you know, every day I wake up and I look over <laughs> at this baseball that, uh, and, uh, you know, um, framed letter that is non-authentic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, you know, what's real, what's not real, is, these really are the questions that I should not have to be worrying about, but I am worrying about these questions uh, lately in my life. Um, but all jokes aside, I, I'm just still honestly kind of thrilled that you guys <laughs> pulled one over on me for two years. I mean, it's, that's, that's quite an accomplishment, quite frankly. Uh, right. But, it was easy. I'm sorry uh, to tell you. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I'm still giving you credit because I like to think in my mind, I'm not easily fooled and, uh. Yeah, congratulations, Mary. It's all in <laughs> and your mind. Braden, you, and you, and you. everyone that thought of this this prank. Yeah. Let's see, what else this week? Um, the first episode of The Bachelorette was on, and so we got to watch that with our friends. We're not going to cover it on the podcast anymore because we want to talk about other topics, but if you want to talk to us and you know us in real life, let us know because we're still definitely watching the show. Just it's kind of hard to keep up with all the summarizing of all the episodes just want to enjoy it so yeah that was that was entertaining let's say um also doing a fantasy league with our friends uh, as we pick pick different guys each week and depending on what actions they take during the episode you get we get points so that's pretty fun too mm-hmm. um let's see went on a bunch of walks last week uh had dinner with my family on friday got to see a uh, baby tanner who's about Nine months old. So that was really fun. Then went to the zoo with him the next day. Uh, I'm not really sure if you saw any animals while we were at the zoo, though. Because <laughs> they were all pretty far away. And the zoo was so crowded. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was probably the big, the most most amount of people I've seen at the zoo. I, I think I've gone, like, three times now. And this is definitely, you know, people are, uh, you know, getting over COVID, uh well, it was also should but, or shouldn't be, but well, it was also I mean, a really nice day. It was a perfect day because it wasn't too hot. And also during COVID, they had time tickets. And mm-hmm. so they only let a certain number of people in. But now I think that's gone. So uh, there was a ton of people. And it was like 73 degrees. So it was like perfect. So many strollers, so many kids running everywhere. Uh, I saw some animals, though. So that was fun. And also today marks three months at my job. So that's also very exciting. Congratulations. Yep. Um, let's see, anything else you want to talk about from this weekend, Brian? Or last week? Um, we did not do another Green Lake walk, uh, you know, that we did. Well, you were still probably sore from the week before walking. I mean, I almost took you out. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I might have been, but, uh, no, we, we had a seafood fest. Oh, yes, that's right. Seafood festival, uh, was actually, like, two blocks away from, uh, your apartment, Mary. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, uh basically uh th- there was this lady that came up to us <laughs> she came up to you specifically oh come on okay fine she came up to me and she's like would you guys like uh you know your your palms red and here's no, no, my no. business no, no, card no, no no she didn't say that she said let me i think you need this information she didn't tell us what she was giving us okay and then she handed us this uh piece of like a quarter sheet of paper had a palm on it 
It says, uh, reunites lovers immediately, does parties and events, had her, I think, phone number, but no other information about the psychic. Uh, and I was like, thank you, just being polite. And Brian's like, okay. And just like walked away. I'm like, Brian, you gotta fake it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't realize that, you know, I was being unpolite or, but yeah. That's my bad. I, I was super excited about getting my Paul Brett. Not really, but I should have pretended. I was. I should have been like, "Oh my goodness, this is exciting." But then uh, you know, we got back to my apartment after we went to that and looked up online how to read palms. And after about the third, usually like, what five lines on your palm. After about the third line, I'm like, "Okay, this I'm done." Like, <laughs> there's no. You can't really read them. I don't know how accurate it is. Obviously, it's not uh, accurate at all. No, <laughs> I know. I'm just saying. Like, why pay when we can? do it online yeah do it online for you know and know that we're just doing the best as we can It'd probably be the exact same reading self-taught palm reader there yeah. you go i mean maybe next year you could become you could uh walk you could be around out there and, handing out business cards <laughs> yeah i mean just charging like ten dollars a palm reading and just make it up yeah i mean that was the thing with that business card like it had her number on it but it didn't say like what the price where are was. the credentials where yeah, are her exactly. psychic credentials <laughs> if those exist probably not yeah yeah, exactly. What degree did she get? Where did she go to college <laughs> or yeah. trade school for uh, I reading? don't <laughs> think there's any of those. Uh, for our first topic, we want to talk about the Mariners. Very exciting. Uh, right now is the All-Star break. As we're recording this, I believe uh, the All-Star game or no, the Home Run Derby is tonight, Monday night that we're recording this. And then uh, the next day is the uh, All-Star game followed by two days off. Um, but the Mariners have won 14 games in a row which means that they haven't lost since July 1st. So very long time. Um, yeah. The, this... this is the longest or second longest time the Mariners have uh, gone without losing. Um, their longest is 15 record of 15 games in a row, which was set in 2001 with their 116 victory uh, game. And it's also the, it matches Atlanta for the longest streak in the majors this season. I mean, that's super cool. And, you know, I was just I was just reading, uh, you know, that the longest streak that we had of 15, we currently have 14. So one more mm -hmm. to go just to tie it. Uh, you know, we had a 116 win like season uh, in 2001. Yeah. In 2001. I, I, I have to believe that team made the playoffs. <laughs> that was the last time that we did make the pay playoffs. So what, 21 years ago? OK, so this is good. Positive momentum. Things are. Things are looking our way. I actually remember reading this headline. I, it was 2001. I was in like first grade, maybe going to second grade. And I had, you know, just been reading. That's a headline I could read. 116 wins. So wow. I remember that. And, you know, obviously it hasn't happened since. So this is very exciting. Um, and also this is the longest. This, this streak is the longest by any team going into the all-star break in Major League history. Which is wow. Mariners never break any record, so this is huge. Um, only three other teams have ever gone into the All-Star break winning at least 10 consecutive games, and all three of those teams won a pennant. That's good. That's good. This is, this is a good signs. Um, you, know, you know what's also interesting is we're not just having a good um, you know, streak in terms of our wins. We actually have good players. Um, mm -hmm. You mentioned to me that Ty France, who – there's a story behind Ty France, but I'm not going to get into it right now. Uh, Ty France, uh, one of our players, is also going to be an all-star. Mm -hmm. So, and and uh, you know Julio Rodriguez is as well. So that's 
J Rod. Okay. I did not know that. That's his nickname now. J Rod. I like it. But yeah, so we have, uh, we don't, we're not only having a good streak right now, we actually have good players. So what this is, this is all we have to do is just keep our mojo alive throughout the All Star break. And then we have one game to tie their our best record, and then one game to exceed it and create a new record. So the next so. home game is this Friday against the Astros, the next game the Mariners are playing. So that would be the game where we could potentially, hopefully, tie the record. So I imagine that's going to get a lot of viewership. will be full. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and um, the Mariners have the longest playoff list streak in the big four professional sports leagues in the country. Oh, no. Awkward. Um, <laughs> and so uh, just a month ago, no one could have ever believed that they could ever have a chance to break this 21-year streak. But right now, at this exact moment this week, the hopes are alive. We don't know what will happen you know, once they start playing again starting on Friday. But for this week only, people are going to start probably jumping on the bandwagon until – you know, the streak is broken. They're like, oh, never mind. Hopefully it's not. But um, it kind of reminds, like, when remember when the Red Sox broke their uh, curse in 2004 and they went 86 years without winning a World Series? It's kind of like that. Was that the Red Sox? I thought those the, the, the Chicago Cubs. Or well, that was, was more that recently. Some... That was more oh, recently. Oh, okay, okay. But, yeah, in 2004, I mean, the Mariners have never won the World Series. So, uh, there's no curse to be broke. I mean, I guess there's a, a different sort of curse. Uh, right. We've never done it before. Uh, and, yeah, we're the longest playoffless streak in multiple different leagues of professional sports. Okay, we can do this. We can do this. We were one game away from doing it last year. We just have to get one extra. Oh, you mean, you mean getting into the playoffs, yeah. Getting into the playoffs, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we do it, Mary. This is exciting, you know. Yes, maybe, we maybe, we personally maybe, could do it. Yes, we as a city can do it. <laughs> uh, you know, it is. I wonder if the ticket prices are going to go up because oh, right now sure. that's the that's the great thing about the Mariners. I know the tickets are anyone can afford them. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I look forward to. I'm gonna. I I probably am gonna watch at least part. You know, baseball is a long game. But I'll, I'll I'll be following them uh, closely, both the next game and if they win that, then they. But only those two games. Breaking. Yeah, only uh, those two. Only those two. I watched that, the that's game the yesterday. I watched the uh-huh. game yesterday, and it was really weird. But um, some of the players were having problems with the buttons on their jersey. They were randomly just coming undone, like the the pitcher. Mm-hmm. His but like two or three of the buttons on his jersey kept coming undone. It was really weird, and he kept he kind of looked annoyed about it because it was maybe messing him up but anyways hopefully they get that fixed because we need to win the next game and the games after that <laughs> yes yes i agree yeah that's gotta be weird buttons just coming undone while you're trying to pitch <laughs> yeah. it's like it's like uh it acts like a parachute maybe it takes in a bunch of air who knows all right <laughs> um so do you have any more thoughts on our our great seattle mariners mary I mean, now that Russell Wilson's gone from the Seahawks, who knows about the, I mean, Seahawks haven't been great for the last few years, but, like, maybe the Mariners are on an upswing now that the Seahawks are kind of on a downswing. I mean, who knows? Maybe our new quarterback's going to change everything, but I don't know about him at all. Uh, but, yeah, maybe the Mariners are going to – this could be our year. We've been saying that for ever. You know, I, we, don't even, we don't even have to, like, go far in the playoffs. I mean, that'd be great. 
I just right, don't jinx it. Don't just say. I, I, that's I'm putting low expectations. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. I take it back. Because you know we can replay this footage or replay this audio. That's in, true. Uh, September, October, when you know something happens. And I don't know if I you. jinxed last season either, but I'm like, Actually, wow, we're gonna do it. You said that you know the last Mariners game we went to in like I think mid June or something. Mm-hmm. That was the first game that you'd been to when the Mariners won, and so. I would be if I were you. I'd be afraid to go to another Mariners game. I don't. No, I don't want to. I think they have plans too. So, yeah, all those all those games that I lost that that, that I went to the way they lost, they're all paying off right now. It's karma. <laughs> I'm, I'm. That's what I'm gonna call it. Yeah. yeah. So now moving on to some Gonzaga basketball news, mm-hmm. specifically the eggs in the NBA. College basketball season is still about like three months away. Yeah. Three and a half. Um, but the NBA is playing right now. And uh, there is a – I didn't know about this actually until this year, but a group of Gonzaga players who are in the NBA all get together and have a big fancy steak dinner together every year. And it's been going on since 2015. Um, and, you know, some years it's only a few players, but this year so many players came to this. It was um, – on July 8th, and it included Chet Holmgren, Andrew Nemhard, Jalen Suggs, Corey Kispert, Joel Ayayi, Philip Petrusev, Rui Hachimura, Killian Tilly, DeMontis Sabonis, Zach Collins, and Kelly Olenek. Um, and among all of the active Gonzaga NBA players, Brandon Clark was the only one who did not come to this summit of Zags in Las oh, Vegas. Oh, come on, Brandon. <laughs> I know, but it was so cool. Yeah, I mean, that is so cool to see, like, you know, players that never actually got to meet each other, but are only connected right. via like Gonzaga basketball, uh, you know, getting to, you know, uh, interact with each other. And, you know, some of them are in the league. Some of them are not uh, currently in the league, I don't think, unless it's all of them that are in the league, because there's a lot of Zags that are in the league nowadays. Like we're sending, we're at least sending like two or three players like a, a season mm-hmm. to the NBA, which is really neat. And of course, Chet Holmgren was the most recent one that uh, was coming out of. Uh, and Andrew Nimhard too. And Andrew Nimhard and Jalen Suggs, you know. Well, just, last year, and Corey Kispert was and last Corey year Kispert, too. Yep. Um, in addition, in yeah, in case they're listening. Um, <laughs> in addition to this uh, group of Zags who all came together, uh, Jeremy Jones was at this dinner. Rem Backmus, of course, Rem was there. He just pops up everywhere. Star um, bench warmer for Gonzaga. <laughs> yes, and <laughs> assistant coach Roger Powell um, were also there. And at some point, Josh Perkins was also at this dinner, which is so cool. Zags definitely like to hang out together, and this just shows that even the basketball players, even if they never even were at Gonzaga at the same time, it's like a big summit of Zags. Yes, the Zags summit. <laughs> um, Rem, there's a quote in here from Rem that says, I don't know if there's any stories that are suitable that we shared last night. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, they have all the insider secrets of what it was like when they were Zags. Mark Few uh, and Tommy Lloyd and, you know, other coaches, they were not in attendance, uh, but they just all shared their uh, Gonzaga experience. It was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. The, you know what? They should have like a, a Gonzaga Bulldogs, like, uh, convention or something where fans can just meet everyone from a different generation from from the multiple you know like generations of Gonzaga basketball players you know I'm sure uh, I'm sure we'll have that uh, you know sometimes you see like Gonzaga players coming to like watch a game mm-hmm. uh, you know in the kennel 
but to have them all together is kind of cool. Yeah, and there were so there were 17 people there in total, and multiple, many of them said that the biggest hit of the night was um, Rui Hachim, Hachimura's still unreleased signature wine. Uh, he has a blend out of Napa Valley under his Black Samurai label, which I would love to get that when it comes out because that'd be funny. I don't know of any other Zags, like basketball players that have their own a wine. wine. <laughs> yeah. It's awkward because didn't he, he, I think we probably talked about this on the podcast, but Rui had, or maybe still has a sponsorship deal with a oh, cup, cup of noodles. Of noodles. That's he right. has a wine and a cup of noodles. Those do not go together. I mean, you could obviously. Maybe you could put your cup of together. noodles in your wine. <laughs> That'd be even worse, Brian. Yeah, that sounds I really I just don't gross. see many people eating <laughs> cup of noodles and having wine as their beverage. <laughs> yeah, but if you do do that, we, we are not judging. We're not judging. Obviously, no. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they all, you know, were posting about it on um, Instagram and on social media, and it's pretty cool. Yeah. Shopping online can be a real hassle. You have to jump from tab to tab comparing prices and trying coupon codes to make sure you're getting the best deal. Let me introduce you to Honey, the world's most popular money-saving app and browser extension. I use Honey all the time. Whenever I'm about to check out online, I click the button and it finds me the best coupon code available and instantly applies them to my cart. Honey is totally free. In fact, the only thing it can do is save you money. Get the Honey browser extension by going to sassstorysarcasm.com slash honey and start saving some money today. And lastly, we had to talk about Prime Day. Uh, as everyone knows, probably, I feel like everyone probably bought at least one thing on Prime Day. Uh, Amazon Prime Day was on July 12th and 13th last week. And did you buy anything, Brian? I believe, hmm. You, well, I think you bought your Kindle case. Yes, yes, I was going to say that. I had a little bit earlier purchased a Kindle because I just saw it on sale. And then Amazon Prime Day came along and, you know, everything was on sale. <laughs> uh, maybe I should have waited a little bit, but that's okay. I'm very happy with my purchase. And I just uh, bought the cover for the Kindle and um, I was inspired by you, Mary. You already had bought the cover. <laughs> yeah, I bought a case also during prime, the Prime Days. I don't know why they call it Prime Day when it's two days, but whatever. Um, I also bought a massage gun, so like that so far. Uh, Amazon shoppers bought more than 300 million items during this year's Prime Day sale, uh, which is up from about 250 million in 2021, making it the biggest Prime Day sale in Amazon history. Uh, Amazon didn't disclose the total sales from the two-day event, uh, but more than 100,000 items were purchased per minute. And that this is like a two-day event, too. Yes, so 100,000 so per many. minute for two days. That is a lot. That's that's a lot of work that the workers have to do. <laughs> right. The top-selling categories were consumer electronics, home goods, and Amazon-branded devices, which, again, it makes sense because the Amazon devices... Sorry about the siren in the background. The Amazon devices um, had the steepest discounts, I'd say. Uh, like... The Kindle that Brian and I both, we both bought Kindles in June, I think, and they were close to 50% off, so definitely should have waited, but oh well. At least we got the case on sale, and I've read like 
six books since I got it, so it's fine. <laughs> it's worth the extra money that I spent on it. But, uh, yeah, it's, it, you know, Alexa's, or whatever, they're called Echo's. Right, um, yeah. Kindle's, Fire Sticks, all of the Amazon things had the biggest discount, so it makes sense. And, like, TVs were on sale. It's basically like another Black Friday. Yeah, yeah. And um, one of the stats that I found interesting was roughly 58% of the orders that were placed for items were under $20. Mm-hmm. So, and, you know... This doesn't necessarily mean, like you said, they're like tiny items. Like sometimes there's like 50% off. So it could have been like a $40 value that's mm-hmm. just like completely cut in half. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that means like, I mean, again, I wish we could know how much was spent, they, but they don't disclose that amount. But, you know, half of it was under $20. Uh, and also they said that um, 21,306 households purchased an item. So that's, that's, that's a lot. So many, but yeah, only, yeah, that, I thought that was pretty interesting and people really do. Like there were so many like social media posts, like the best things to buy on prime day. And I mean, the thing is like, at least with black Friday, like Christmas is coming up and so people are, like maybe shopping for other people or trying to like get deals for Christmas presents. Uh, but now it's just like, I guess people are just like, Oh, I need, I've been looking at this thing for a while. I'll buy it for myself or, I guess, for a gift. But obviously it's successful every year. And yes. other uh, other retailers then have to, like, hop in and have their own. Like, I'm sure, uh, no, I know, like, Best Buy, Target, Sam's Club all have their own version of Prime Day uh, because they have to compete. Otherwise, they would lose out on, like, probably most of their sales on those days. Yeah, and I actually found... Uh a pretty cool like side link that basically goes over the top items that were purchased. Mm -hmm. And I'll just go over that right now. So the average price per item, it was $33 and 58 cents. The top items, the top five items that were purchased on prime day were the fire TV stick, the echo dot, um, the blink camera and doorbell. And then the Amazon gift card, like that you can just reload. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I guess that counts. And then the Ring video doorbell as well. So d- definitely a lot of Amazon products being purchased, of course. That's probably the the ones that get the best discounts. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, that's it's, it's very interesting to see what people are buying. Most, of, like like you said, it's, you know, like consumer goods and electronics are the top ones. Yeah. yeah. But I think that's all we have for this week. But I hope you guys all have a good rest of your week. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.